podcasting for my sex writing cave where all the smut happens in real life in my head or on paper, this is the Smut Lancer Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss writing and creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. I'm your host and fellow Smut Lancer, Kayla Lords. Welcome to episode 28. This week, let's talk about how to get comfortable selling yourself, your service, or your product. You know, the scary topic of self-promotion. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smutlancer podcast is produced every Wednesday, and show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. Follow me there or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at thesmutlancer. This week's episode is brought to you by QuickBooks Self-Employed. Want to have a better way to keep track of your income? Do you need help tracking how much you owe in quarterly taxes? Are you looking forward to the day when you make enough to even keep up with your taxes? I use QuickBooks Self-Employed for all that and more. It's an invoicing system, a reporting tool, and a great way to keep up with receipts and payments. I use it to figure out how much I've made for the year, to project how much I will make, to keep track of expenses for my taxes, and to pay my quarterly taxes, which is never, ever fun. But it's kind of nice to be able to do. Even if you don't need to do all of that yet, it's great for tracking your income, no matter how big or small. If you use my special link, you'll save 50% off the cost for a full year. Go to bit.ly slash smutlancer. That's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash smutlancer, or just use the link in the show notes. If you take advantage of this special offer, you can get QuickBooks Self-Employed for as low as $5 a month for a full year. Okay, so I'm kind of doing... I think it's the first time I've ever done it for the Smut Lancer. I'm kind of doing a theme this week. Uh, it started with Monday's um, blog post, and I've linked that in the show notes if you haven't had a chance to see it yet, or if you're listening to this months and months from now and you're like, Monday, what Monday? Um, and I have another blog post coming out about it um, the Friday after this episode goes live. Um, I will try to go back and add that to the show notes like a good blogger so people can get to it. Um, and it's all about self-promotion, and part of it's because... We all need to do some level of it, whether that's the occasional tweet where you're like, buy me a coffee and I'm doing it too, y'all. You can look, go to the show notes and scroll down, you'll see it. Um, Or you're selling a book or you wanna get hired or you've got an affiliate link or you've got a product to sell. At some point on some level, we all have to promote ourselves because if you, are working under the impression that if you build it, they will come, you are going to be quite lonely for a very long time. It just doesn't work that way. It does over the long term, but it's not effective even over the long term. I say that as somebody who has been blogging for six years as of the date of this recording, and it's only really been in the last two or three, maybe, maybe as long as four, but really the past three years that I've gotten any traction with it. And you wanna know what that was? It wasn't just about my writing, which certainly helps. Um, I'm not backing down from the, you have to create your thing on a consistent basis. That is still true. But it started happening when I started talking about what I do and asking for the sale or asking for the clicked link or asking for somebody to buy a thing or talk about a thing. It was only when I started asking people to do that that I then started moving forward in this wild, wacky career thing I'm trying to build. So self-promotion can feels like it should suck. And for most people, it does suck, but doesn't have to to suck, I think is my point of this whole week of this self-promotion themed week. Um, And by the way, if anybody likes the idea of these themes, let me know and I'll try and do them more often. If not, you're gonna get them when I feel like them. So, (laughs) but if they're actually helpful or useful to think about a, a single topic over the course of a week, let me know. Okay, so 
for the the thing I really want to impart is that if self um, self promotion makes you nervous, you're not alone. You're not broken. It's okay. It happens to all of us. I think some people handle it better than others. Um, some people they they've just got this sort of natural salesmanship about them. It doesn't even um, make them blink to go. Oh, yeah, I gotta go talk about this thing. I, I need you to know who I am and want to buy for me, right? or I need you to want to hire me. Um, but I'll admit, it still makes me nervous. I have to sort of psych myself up for it. I have to talk about it. I have to make a plan. Um, and I know why. And it's because I get both imposter syndrome, like who am I? Who wants to buy my thing? Oh my gosh, right? And I'm also terrified of spamming people. So I don't want to be known as that person on Twitter or that person on the internet who can't stop talking about the shit she's selling or the things she wants people to do or pledge to or give money to. But the reality is, is if I don't talk about it, nobody else will. I have a direct line of access to all of my individual audiences. My KaylaLords.com audience is not necessarily my loving BDSM audience, is not necessarily my masturbation money audience, is not necessarily the Smutlancer audience. Yes, there is some overlap, but not as much as I used to be really afraid that there might be. And I didn't want to talk about all the various things because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm talking about it in so many places, people are going to get tired of it. And then I realized, no, they're not. First of all, they hear me say it in the moment or they see that tweet in the moment. They do not walk away thinking about it, obsessing over it, certainly not to the level that I am thinking about it and obsessing about it. And by the time, as long as I don't actually behave in a spammy, you know, constantly begging for whatever kind of way, the next time they see the tweet or they hear me talk about it, it's just a reminder to them. They're like, oh yeah, I remember that. Now what they do with it is on them. But that's for the most part what it is. And that is if you find the right balance. If you are constantly talking about it, you're spamming. If that's all you're talking about, and that's like every tweet you have is a buy my thing, buy my thing, use this link, hire me, and that's it. And there's nothing else. Yes, you are definitely spamming them. Um, that is the absolute definition of it. But if if it's even a once a day, every day you're talking about something, as long as there's a lot of other content in between the one self-promotional item and the next self-promotional item, you're not spamming. You can stop worrying about that. Um, I am, I'm giving you permission to stop worrying about that. I wish there was something I could do about the imposter syndrome. There's really not. I have found, I think we talked about imposter syndrome in a past episode, and I have found that the more I do a thing, the more confidence I gain in it. And then eventually I don't feel imposter syndrome over that thing. I find something else to feel imposter syndrome about because it's sort of a never ending cycle. Um, but I have heard and read and want to believe that when you feel imposter syndrome, it means you're doing bigger and better things than you were before. And so it's actually a good sign um, as long as it doesn't cripple you. And if it cripples you, I'm sorry. And I'm sending you all kinds of virtual hugs because I, I, I feel you there, solidarity. Okay, so how can you get comfortable with self-promotion? Um, the biggest one, um, the one that is sort of the overarching theme of all of this, of everything I'm about to tell you, it doesn't actually count as one. It's just, this is the principle you have to embrace or none of these other things work, okay? And that is, you've got to self-promote. You've got to talk about your thing whatever it may be, okay? Um, 
only you will be able to find the right balance of where to talk about that and how to talk about that and who to reach out to. But if you're not talking about what it is you do or what you're offering or what you want your audience to do or who you want to hire you or whatever that may be, if you're not willing to talk about it where other people can hear you, not just think it in your head, it does you no good. Nothing's going to happen. You are going to just go stale and stagnate and be right there. And you might get one person a year or every couple of months or something, but it's not going to be the sustainable thing that you're working towards. Okay. So self-promotion is a thing. It doesn't have to be a slimy thing. It doesn't have to be a gross thing. It doesn't have to be a spammy thing, but it is a thing and you've got to get comfortable with it. Other people will call this selling. Uh, Since many of us are pretty much selling ourselves, whether that's our brand or our blog or our authenticity or the trust we've built up, I tend to say self-promotion, but it is essentially the same thing. You've got to get comfortable with it because nobody is going to care until you make them care. Okay. So overarching all of this is the commitment that you are going to start on some level with self-promotion. Yes, I know it's hard. Yes, I know it feels weird. I get it. But that's where we're starting from. Okay, so you've made that commitment. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this. What what the hell do I do now? Okay, here's where we get into like, here's some actual tips. One, start small. What I mean by that is pick one thing, whether it's your buy me a coffee thing, or you've got a Patreon, or you're selling a book, or one thing and talk about it in one place. So whether that's Twitter or on your blog, on your blog is best, is great. You're hopefully generating um, an audience and building an audience through search and through social media and through your interactions with other blogs and you're getting people to come to your site. That is the best place to promote yourself because you give them access to all the other ways they can get to know you at one time and then they can decide for themselves. So start with one place and start small meaning you don't have to do it every day. You don't have to do it in all the ways Um, you can do it. I think I started more with more on my own sort of blog because I felt like the vast majority of the people who would not only come to my blog, but would scroll all the way down to the end of a blog post were people who genuinely wanted to be there. And so we're not necessarily offended when I was like, hey, I got this thing. You want to click on it? Um, So you can start there or you can start with one tweet a week and that's it now small, starting small is not going to be, you're not, I don't think you should expect that that one small step is going to blow up and make you a viral success overnight. This is just a matter in my mind of getting you comfortable with doing it, showing you that if you do it once every so often, the world will not end in a fiery blaze around you, okay? That you will survive it, that people will either ignore it like they ignore all other things, or the people who support you will retweet it or share it or talk about it for you um, to help you get a few more eyes on whatever it is you're offering, okay? So there, start small. The other thing, number two, schedule it. So I like Buffer, Uh, other people like Hootsuite. I actually pay for my Buffer account. That's how much I like it, but you can use it for free. Um, And if you have sort of just one site and a couple of social media accounts, the free version of Buffer is fine. Now I say schedule it for two reasons. One, you can kind of remove yourself from the situation. So I like to use Twitter as an example. I know a lot of you guys listen to or listen to Twitter, are on Twitter and probably even know me from Twitter. So Twitter is is something I think most of us can relate to. Have you ever been sitting on Twitter and you've just had conversations with people and you're paying attention to who's posting and you're about to post something and you think, 
oh my gosh, everybody I was just talking to is going to see this. What are they going to think? Please tell me I'm not the only one. Somebody please tweet at me and tell me I'm not the only one. Um, it makes it very difficult for me to live and in person promote myself on Twitter. But if I can schedule it, I have removed myself from who I think might be paying attention at that moment. It's not an in the moment thing. It's a thing I'm doing in the future. And once I type out this promotional tweet, I can walk away and forget that it exists. And quite frankly, I do. And I tend to be shocked when people will like or retweet or respond to something I've put out that I schedule. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, I put that out there. But for me, it lowers my anxiety level because I'm not potentially getting into a direct conversation with anybody at that moment. I am doing something in the future that it might come out and I might be busy and I might even forget all about it. And then I can either be pleasantly surprised if it gets good interaction or I can feel less bad if it doesn't get any. Now, let's be really honest here. The majority of our self-promotional posts and things that we do do not get a lot of interaction. Okay, people don't really interact with sales and marketing pitches um, unless, you know, you're doing some wild claim about something or you're just really good at it and I'm not even going to claim I'm really good at it yet. I'm still feeling my way through this. Um, But for the most part, people will click a link and never respond to the thing you said. They just might do it and they might click the link and still take no action, but they don't usually go around telling you, I clicked your link. This was great. And and that's cool. That's okay. Okay. So if you don't get any reaction to a self-promotional thing, don't panic. See if you can look at other analytics to see, did they click the link that you asked them to click? Did they do a thing that you asked them to do? Okay. So start small, one here, one there, start in a specific area like your blog or maybe on Twitter or wherever you feel really comfortable and schedule it. Um, to give yourself a bit of a remove from the immediacy of your sort of self-promotion tactics and strategy, okay? Number three, and this one is one I firmly, firmly believe in. I personally have made mistakes early on in all of this by not following this, and it never worked out well. Um, I didn't get hate over it, but I certainly didn't make any money either. And that is only push stuff you believe in and will defend. So... Um, are you promoting affiliate links? So somebody will buy a product you love. It better be something that you love or it better be a company that you believe in. And in my opinion, this is all my opinion, but that's what I think. Um, are you, um, trying to get somebody to do something for you, become a patron, buy you a coffee, do a thing, um, be able to, to say why you think they should, what you're offering, who you are. Um, you give a lot of great content. You turn people on. You, you know, spend a lot of time making this thing. Um, if you can't justify the ask, nobody's going to ask you to, but this is like a mental exercise I like to do. If you can't justify the promotional thing you're trying to achieve, I would say don't do it. Now, Let me add a caveat to that because I'm thinking of a handful of people that I know personally who will use that as a reason to never self-promote. If you feel like you can't, quote, justify the self-promotional thing because you're not good enough, nobody likes you, no. That is your imposter syndrome. That's maybe your anxiety. That's something else talking. What I mean when I say justify it is do you know, have people told you, I read this thing you wrote and oh my God, it was amazing. Yes, I think every single person who can hear the sound of my voice has written something, said something, made something, done something, and they've had that response from at least one person, not your mother. And since we're sex people, 
Definitely not our mothers, okay? Somebody who doesn't know us and has no reason to give us that kind of feedback has done it, okay? That is the justification you need. Your lying liar brain that will tell you you're no good and so therefore you can't justify it? No, this is the caveat. This is not what I mean. I do not want you to use that as why you can't promote your patron page or your your buy me a coffee thing or whatever it is, okay? This is one of that those moments of are you doing it because somebody said they'd pay you 50 bucks and you don't really care and if somebody else comes back to you and it's like oh well that's kind of a shit company you can't defend it then guess what don't do it if you're proud of the work you've done even if you don't think it's the best thing you can do yet because quite frankly what we do today is never the best thing that we might be able to do six months from now that's just a fact of being creative people but it's you know it was good or it did something for people or you've gotten a good response or people like what you do then therefore you can justify telling people hey come be my patron hey if if you like it please buy me a coffee because it helps me do more of it that is something that yes you should ask for regardless of what your lying liar brain is telling you okay so keep that caveat in mind those friends of mine who i know will be thinking that okay and number four in the whole self-promotion thing and getting comfortable with it is to talk about what you're promoting just like you talk about the rest of your life. And um, it might feel like bragging. You know, every time I'm like, look, I've got this client job thing. Ah, isn't this great? It does, yes, it does feel a little bit like bragging. And so I try to be sort of judicious with it. I try to weigh my words very carefully. Um, and I know I'm not alone in feeling that way, which is why I bring it up now. Um, But you're not really bragging. You are talking about an essential part of your life um, that also lets other people know, because you never know who's watching, you never know who's paying attention, that also lets them know that, hey, you could do that for them too. Wait, what? Kayla got is working for this adult company rewriting their entire website, and I've done that at least twice, definitely once in the past year. Did it? Yeah, twice. We're twice now. Yes. Rewritten an entire freaking website before. It is exhausting work, but you know what? I'll talk about it because I don't know when a brand rep is following me or not. I don't know when somebody sees a tweet because they did a search. I don't know those things. So I talk about them as if they're a part of my life because they are a part of my life. And yet it is also self-promotional. It's a little bit subtle. Um, I'll talk about it. I'll give you one that's less subtle. Patreon. Every time I do a bonus podcast thing through Patreon, through all my patrons, a dollar and up, Anybody who who comes in and pledges any amount can access it. And when a new um, episode goes live, I'm like, look what I just did. I just recorded this episode. If you want to hear it, you know, if you like listen to me ramble on podcast, less, you know, a dollar minimum is all you got to pledge per month and you'll get access, yada, yada. And yes, it's a very clear promotional thing. Hey, come be one of my kinky patrons is clearly what I'm asking. But I'm talking about what I did for my patrons as well, which is a part of my life. So it's both, this is a thing I do, and this is a thing I've done, and this is a thing I will do again in the future. And also here's a link if you'd like to check it out. So those are the ways that, you know, just incorporate it. It's part of your conversation. I mean, how many times have we had somebody tell us about something they did for their job, some client thing, some some corporate thing, some, you know, uh, grant they were awarded, some, you know, paper they got to publish, something that they did. This is no different. You're talking about the things that you do, that you either do for your audience, you do for 
businesses and companies and brands that you work with or that you do for yourself that other people can benefit from, you just happen to be dropping a link in there. You just happen to be mentioning somebody that you, you know, you want to push people towards because maybe they're your sponsor that month. It's all the same thing. We get it, I think, sometimes sort of a little mixed up in our heads because we know what we want the end result to be. We know what we want the outcome to be. We want them to click the link, make the purchase, join, do a thing, give us money, hire us, whatever it may be. And it makes some, it makes some of us uncomfortable. This is an absolutely necessary part of building your business, making more money, getting financial freedom, getting your blog to support itself. So you have, you know, less coming out of your day job or you can maybe quit your day job or you can go part-time at your day job or you can quit your second job or whatever your goal is. If you're not willing to promote yourself, you're making it a whole hell of a lot harder to hit the goal. And I say that as somebody who sucks at self-promotion. So give you an example. Um, Loving BDSM, we've been doing a big, big push for uh, Patreon over the past couple months because we turned off another money-making device we were using. And so not only are, did we lose all the income we were getting from it, uh, we can't this can't grow. So we decided to shift our focus to um, Patreon. And every single episode for over a month, for a month exactly, I would spend like five minutes talking about why people should join us on Patreon. And maybe that was excessive. Nobody complained to my face, so I'm thinking maybe not. And then after that solid month, I shifted to like a 30 second to a minute sort of blurb because I had other things to promote. Now to the Loving BDSM audience, by promoting it to them on the uh, podcast weekly and consistently, um, the my monthly amount on Patreon shifted by like 50 bucks, 50, 50, at least 50, it might've been 60, but that's a pretty good chunk. Then we shifted. Okay. So I did, I was like for a whole month for like five minutes, each episode, that's kind of all I talked about. Then we had new things to promote and we had a giveaway and we had a sale and we had a this and we had a that. And so Patreon became like one in a list of things. It got a 30 to, like I said, a 30 second or a minute blurb, nothing too much. Just say, hey, don't forget, we do this thing. We still got a couple of new patrons from that. And when I promoted a sale we were having on the shop that John Brownson and I run together, the Kinky Fuckery Shop, because I feel like that's the most appropriate name ever. When I talked about it through my website, I got a lot of clicks. People clicked over to the store to check it out. When I tweeted about it, I got a lot of retweets, especially my supportive sex blogging friends and community. They were like, oh, let's help, let's help Kayla out. But when I talked about it on the podcast, in two days, we got four sales, five sales, I'm sorry, five sales. That is unheard of for us. Like we can get five sales in a month, we can get five sales in a week, but in two days to get five sales, that was huge for us. So from the very beginning to now, when I promote, it still makes me a little nauseous. It still makes me go, oh my God, at some point somebody's gonna tell me to stop doing this. They're not here for this. Ugh. Do you know though that in promoting ourselves and talking about the money and the time and the effort that goes into what we do and so therefore these things help us? I actually got a message from a listener who said, I've heard these companies sponsor other sex podcasts. I want you to have the list. If they will pay to sponsor your show, I hope they will do that for you. I want you to make money off this show. I want you to be able to do the things you want to do. 
here. And they just gave me that information. So it is terrifying to self-promote sometimes. And it is something that we need, I think, to be cautious about because it is easy to go over the line between, you know, calmly and nicely and, and with morals and ethics promoting what we do into spamming the world, right? There's, there's a line and it can be easy to kind of cross over. But what I've also found is that when you promote yourself to your audience, and you tell them why, and you tell them what you gain, and you tell them, even tell them how hard it is for you, your core audience will be supportive. They may buy your thing just to help you out. They may click your link, they may share your link. And in the middle of the night, they may send you a list of people that they think that you should talk to and see if they will pay you money. I mean, I've never experienced anything like that in my life and I and it was amazing and I loved it. So. We have to promote ourselves. Nobody's going to do it for us. Anybody who does do it for us, no matter how great they are, they are not us. They are not, they don't have our voice. They can't talk about the why. They can't make it personable. They can't incorporate our promotion into their life. That doesn't make any sense. These are the things that we can do that don't feel spammy, that don't feel gross, that get us closer to our goals. So I'll recap. You have to be willing to self-promote on some level. That's the very first thing. If you're not willing to do it, then none of these other things make sense. Start small, pick one thing one day, do it one time. Watch when the world does not fall down around your ears. Schedule your, excuse me, schedule your self-promotion, okay? Give yourself a bit of a mental and physical remove from the immediacy of, typing out a tweet and hitting publish, typing out a blog post to promote yourself and hitting publish. Um, Only promote and push stuff and yourself and your own things that you believe in and can defend, okay? That gives you sort of a, a moral compass to go by so that you don't ever, you're not really a sellout if you're like, no, I believe in this thing and I think other people should know about it. And talk about your self-promotional stuff as just like you would any other part of your life, incorporate it into things where you're talking about what you're doing. Um, The more you talk about what you're doing that's business related, the more people will see you as somebody who does those business related things, okay? And that in itself becomes a form of self-promotion. So that's it, that's what I've got. I hope it helps. Um, If anybody who is also terrified of self-promotion, but does it anyway, has any other tips or tricks that I didn't mention here, feel free to talk to me on Twitter. leave a comment below the show notes, email me, whatever, um, because I'd love to hear more because I could use them myself, quite frankly. Um, And if anybody tries any of these tips and your world does not burn down around your ears because you did it and or you see success, I would love to know about that. Um, So that's it. Thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast with me, Kayla Lords. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great info at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow The Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I'm at The Smut Lancer in all three places. Feel free to reach out there or by email at kayla at thesmutlancer.com with questions or topic suggestions. Thanks for listening. Let's do this again next week.